Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where tonight, my friends and I will be playing Mothership. I am your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is called In the Winter of Our Youth. It was written by Morgan Llewellyn, who is also our warden for this game. This is episode one. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness, Morgan. Thank you, Tom. We begin on Earth. Humanity's cradle, and yet a distant dream for many, a myth even. The mass, the vast majority of humanity scattered as they are across the stars have never seen Earth, let alone set foot on it. On the 300th floor of the primary tower of the Gaia Research Group, complex, overlooking the sprawl that is Neo-New York. Standing in front of a vast window overlooking the sprawl and the decay that is Earth. Dr. Cynthia Freeman, Senior Vice President of Cybernetics, beckons forth two figures with her in the room to come and look. Gemini Zero, Gemini One. You were born just this morning. And are being shown the world. Please step, step forward. Uh, it is quite complex, is it not? Yes, most fascinating. How do you feel, Gemini Zero? I am in working order. My uh, primary systems are uh, fully functional and online. Um, everything is nominal. Do you understand your position? Yes. I have been uh, programmed with uh, high levels of mathematics and physics. Uh, I am also quite accomplished in athletics and close combat. Uh, I am, I have astronaut, I'm stammering and I'm not supposed to be. Uh, I have astronavigation physics and uh, hyperspace technology. Uh, I can uh, pilot a ship, uh, any ship uh, that currently exists. And you, Gemini One. Yes. Um, I am operating within standard operating procedures. All seems to be functioning properly and according to programming. I have been programmed in robotics and engineering. Um, I am master in robotics, artificial intelligence, engineering, as well as close combat, and improvisation. And now, about your other position in regard to the social strata of reality existence. All of humanity 
Do you understand, Gemini Zero, your position? I'm the firstborn son of a new line of computer technology and uh, Android technology. Um, but I'm not quite sure I understand what you mean. Look out again. What do you see below? I see the city. I see streets. I see vehicles. I see humans. Yes. I'm happy yes, to serve them. Wonderful. Well, in celebration of your birthdays, we have a very special, very delicate assignment for you. We have been gathering others to join you in this. You have our utmost trust and faith. We expect great things out of you, Gemini Zero. You can count on us. Likewise to you, Gemini One. We'll now move away from Earth for a time to a far-flung rock where there is a small cluster of buildings, people scraping by as best they can out of the way of everybody else. In one of these buildings, we find Dr. Pluto Knox. What are you up to, Dr. Knox? <clears throat> Enjoying a nice cup of tea, looking out at um, the clouds, the sun, writing down my thoughts in a journal. I keep to myself. I live alone. Now you're sitting there with your tea, your thoughts, your paper, your pen. And the stillness of that morning is broken by the roaring sound of engines. As landing just outside, you see a very sleek you assume to be a very expensive, highly technologically advanced craft land. And stepping out, you see three individuals, two of which are in full battle dress, top of the line military. And between them is a woman in very plain, but very sharp, crisp, white, suit and they come up and she knocks on your door um, corporate surveys when are they going to give up trying to do something on this rock yes yes uh, I go to the door and open it hello how can I help you Dr. Knox I presume yeah the very same excellent to meet you I'm a representative of Gaia research group Oh, Gaia. Okay. What what brings you out to this remote little rock in the middle of space? 
Well, that would be a matter we would like to discuss with you. May we come inside? Uh, yeah, I, I don't believe I have enough chairs for all of you, but sure, step inside. That's fine. These two don't mind standing. And so they come inside, and these two faceless suits mm-hmm. flank either side of the door, and she goes and she takes a seat. Yeah, could I interest you in a cup of tea? What's what's the, the meaning of all this? Well, some tea would be lovely. All right, great. And she waits very patiently for you to pour her some. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, take my sweet time with it. Stir in a little cube of sugar, bring it and hand it to her. She takes a sip of it. She says, this is a quite the little world you have here. You and your your fellows. Yeah, I, I keep to myself. I do just fine. We just couldn't help but notice that this this planet, this beautiful little world of yours, was... <laughs> Well, unowned. Mm. Found that quite peculiar, pretty uh, sure that would be a thorn in your side, so to speak. And she pulls out from this case these files. And she just, she turns it over for you to see and it's the deed to the planet. It was on a pretty good deal. Sometimes we just can't help ourselves. Dr. Knox. A, a good deal? There's there's no resources here. There's no cities. What, what would you want with this place? Well, what we want with it It is a pitiful thing in the grand scheme of all things. But we thought it may be a nice gesture to offer it to transfer ownership to your commune. Stop having buzzards flying over your head. We would just simply ask for an extended confidential consultation with you, Dr. Nelson. A consultation? Are you are you seeking to employ me? I'm not I'm not sure what you're getting. On a temporary basis. Okay. Uh what 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 expertise do I have that the the corporate would be interested in? It's highly confidential, Doctor Knox. Mm. Now, of course, if you are uninterested in our little offer, as she looks over to the two by the door, um, Gaia hates squatters on their property. And she takes another sip of your tea. 
All right, for for how long? We don't anticipate this taking longer than six months. Six months. All right. At and the then, far uh, extreme. Okay, and then you hand the deed over to the community and wipe your hands. That is the idea, Dr. Knox. Well, all right. Sure. You you have my cooperation. Wonderful. Has my phone alarm trying to tell me something? I should be off. My apologies. All right. From the sitting room where Dr. Knox has just agreed, we are going to travel to meet Bioneticist and Abner Wiggins. Where are you situated, Abner? Um, in a secluded laboratory. Um, I would be in the middle of a surgery uh, on a, a chimpanzee, like a, an artificial vat-grown chimpanzee. Um, you can see me holding a just this unidentifiable fleshy metallic organ in one hand and uh going to insert it into this this animal uh around the room you'd see images of just alien creatures and some schematics uh anatomical drawings on various screens and as you're focused on your work you hear an unfamiliar voice kind of say from behind you. Um, I do hope we're not disturbing you at a delicate time. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, <laughs> drop the uh, the heart onto the, or the the organ onto the ground. Uh, Jesus Christ! Uh, and much like Doctor Knox, you discovered you have three guests. Two of them faceless, heavily armed, and one of them, a woman dressed all in white. Uh, what? How did you get in here? Well, we didn't find anybody outside, so we let ourselves in. I'm a representative of Gaia Research Group. Okay. Is every is anything the matter? Um, I've just never worked with you before. I, uh, what can I help you with? We have taken some interest in your work here. Okay, what kind of interest? Quite fascinating. The lines of of research. Your interest in the combination of. Uh, xenobiology and cybernetics. You have a creative mind, a, a drive for discovery, and the sense to get things done despite what others might think. And this means to you? She pulls open a case and she passes over a contract. 
We'd like to hire you, Abner Wiggins. Would you? Um, I'd take over, take a look over the contract really quick, see if there's anything. What can I see? Uh, it's very long. It's full of legalese. Um, you assume in some way that they're they want ownership over your current research. Um, but the payment you you look at that number um it's it's astronomical it's one might even say ludicrous so what exactly would i be doing here what 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 I'm do you afraid need to that's do? for uh, employees only. And she holds out a pen. Can I look look down at the uh, just this open body? Look back over to her the pen, the faceless people. Reach out and grab it, and um, I think you may have yourself a deal. And One I'm gonna more. go ahead and sign. If you would come with us, I just leave the the chip on the table. And now we go to Doctor Abernathy Snow. I uh, do most of my writing um, in a state of lucid dreaming. I have a, a macro that allows my toes to transcribe uh, the more um, you know, thoughts that rise above a certain uh, line on the machines that monitor my neural activity. Uh, and I'm in... Uh, uh, a stable, rapidly rotating orbit around the home system's planet Jupiter, um, being almost always unconscious, um, is extremely efficient for uh, manage, ma managing that the majority of my glucose serves thought processes. Uh, and the artificial gravity of the rotation allows my body to stay more or less um, in sound state uh, when I want to, when I finish a work or a couple of works and want to consciously analyze them, I emerge from the lucid dreaming state that's machine assisted and go over things that way. And so as you are in this lucid dream state, you feel the systems that kind of monitor you start sending those wake signals. Mm -hmm. mm. I think that's Not at least scheduled. a month early. Yeah, odd. Um and and you know the 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 twitches that are permitted um allow me to flip a couple of indicators of willingness. I probably get a bit of extra glucose and caffeine and um you know take my face out of the goo and 
turn on the sensors to see what's interrupted things. The sensors have picked up a, a craft that's requesting to dock. Oh, and that craft is sleek, expensive, and marked as Gaia. It's Gaia. Well, then, there's no naysaying that. Um, suppose there's a... Uh, I wonder if... Well, okay, um, I'll uh, open a voice channel to the device. Uh, would uh, the representatives rather I join them, or would they like to come on to my satellite? Whichever is more comfortable for you, Dr. Snell. Uh, I think for um, I think I'll um, if you if you can afford a few moments I'll clean up and board you I will probably need a period of adjustment regardless of course so sawzle off the weird goop and change you know and remove the catheters and whatnot and transfer to the Gaia vessel so you you transfer over and like the others you're you're met with this trio. Is her is she uh notorious in the So you being part of the solar system? Um huh? Yeah, this there's there's rumors is this clones of this woman that they send out is she android? There seems to be so many copies of her. Hmm. Um, and she has a position that is not to be gainsaid. She's worth a few solar systems. Yeah. Yeah. Why would a humble an analyst like myself be of interest to you, Miss Ms. Murph? I'm a representative of Gaia. Right. I speak for the company. So if you would like to address me, you can simply say Gaia. Farewell. What uh, what could Gaia possibly want from a humble analyst like myself? Your particular branch of interest is highly desirable for a current Gaia initiative. That's unusual. Self-ontology is usually considered rather uh, extraneous to the movings of interplanetary capital. Yes. But, but of course, that wide belief held by many is why they are below us, Dr. Snow. Uh, I, I assume there's something to sign. Yeah, and she passes over papers. I don't have... I. There's no way I have the capacity to read even a percentage of this document. So I'll just sign. Wonderful. Is there much travel involved? First to Earth, then to elsewhere. Uh, contract period? Up to six months. 
Oh. I thought it was my soul. Very good. We would never ask something like that of a person on such short, short notice. If it exists, of course, the soul. That is one of the questions, after all. That is one of the questions. Oh, oh I'm going to feel very heavy on Earth. Many do. We have pills to ease the transition, if you would like. Uh, yeah, I mean, how long will the what that take these days? Well, from, from here at Jupiter back to Earth, should we should be there in just a few hours. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll need some potassium, but otherwise I should be all right. I'll just stretch. Of course, we need to wait for the others to join us. Oh, so you have it's a bit a team. of time. Yes. Who else is involved? You'll meet them shortly. I've got word that their shuttles have just jumped into the system. And from Earth, we're traveling far, I assume? That is a correct assumption. Yes, I'm intrigued. Uh, I'm actually, uh, if we're waiting for others, I'll uh, close out my notes and shut a few things down and, and water the petunias before we part. So Dr. Knox Wiggins, you're these ships that came to collect you have just arrived at Earth. Knox, you've been traveling for about a month now. Wiggins will say two weeks. Takes time, after all, to get anywhere in the great emptiness that is space. After a few hours, you are joined by a third ship from Jupiter. And the three of you arrive at Earth at the Neo-New York Spaceport. The three of you, have any of you been to Earth before? No. I've done, I've done a couple of field trips. Uh, my, my people came from the uh, former Mars colony that is now a crater. Um, but my research has brought me back to Earth a couple of times. There are some there are still some cetaceans that are quite interesting. I don't know that I've been in a city for any length of time. The air is not nice. And so the three of you are gathered together in a smaller hovercraft. Uh, do, again, now, now there are three of these Gaia representatives with you. Three of the same nice lady. Mm -hmm. Um, have we? I don't know what the um 4027 research and academic community is like. Have we seen each other's names in journals? Do you... we have air dose numbers? Dr. Snow and Dr. Knox 
you have probably read each other's work to some extent. Um, Wiggins is emphasis in cybernetics falls somewhat out of band with the with the two of you. Um, mm-hmm. But you may have come across Wiggins and likewise Wiggins, you may have come across their names as well. Yeah. Yeah, Dr. Snow, it's an honor. It's um researching uh what what other kind of creatures out there have the same kind of brain capacity as us, correct? The capacity for sentience uh yeah. and cognition and yeah, the correlations, if any. Yeah, yeah, yeah fascinating. You've done some very quite you've done some very good work. Uh, I assume that your guy didn't tell you anything either. No. Um I mean, I was concerned. <laughs> I know uh, there's there's been more than one uh, potential career employee that's read my work and thought otherwise, and uh, I, I didn't think that I was in too high regard in the corporate world. Yeah, I have a feeling that I have a special need. Sorry. Yes, Wiggins? Uh, and what exactly kind of work is that, Dr. Um, Oh, I um I deal in philosophy. I um yeah, just uh yeah, uh fulfillment in life. Um because you know, people need to work, accomplishing things is good for them, but being grinded into dust and breaking their bodies is not. Yes, I see. I'm into uh cybernetics, biology, things like that. Oh, right that's now. cool. I don't know anything about that. Do you do surgeries? Uh you could say so. Yes. Wow. That's a delicate hand. Takes time. Geneticist, biotechnician. Yeah, we're a group of oddballs. I don't (laughs) have no idea what they want us for. I'm wondering if there isn't a Xeno communication issue involved, but you'd think there'd be somebody who had a greater specific specific interest in linguistics than I have that were the case I've I've read some interesting thoughts on (laughs) Xeno philosophy that's that's a niche object kind of hard to get your hands on I'm just having a a difficult time figuring out what exactly they can need yeah exactly the three of us for it's it's yeah. Very different. Yeah. Luckily, they're pox- this- yeah, just as you're having this conversation, you are moving closer to these titanic spires that tower over the rest of the city with the Gaia Research Group logo on them all. Um, Gaia. Yes, three voices respond in unison. That's a question in its own right. Do the three of you simultaneously experience each other's days? Or do you have to catch up when you're together? That information is outside of your purview. You're very proprietary. Uh, Now that we have signed contracts, and I assume quite binding NDAs. Um, are you prepared to tell us more about our destination or responsibilities? 
Yes. But there are others who have requested the privilege of the explanation. Very well. What if uh, what if we say please and promise we won't tell anyone? It, it would fascinate me to know how you three think. Well, perhaps we could work out another contract. Hmm. Oh, all the paperwork, of course. And how many spares of you are there? <laughs> spares. How many grains of sand on the shore, Wiggins? Ominous. Very. So this craft eventually lands on a spire that, while massive relative to everything else, is somewhat stunted as compared to the rest of these spires, but it's cleared at the top. And that's where you land. And from there, the three Gaias lead you down across a glass bridge that connects you to this main titanic spire. And the three of you are brought into this rather lavish sitting room. There's a variety of chairs, tables, um, these movable screens... Please sit. Your questions will be answered shortly. Right, thank you. If there's anything you need, just ask. And are we still um, like with guards, or do we are we alone? You are left alone. All right. Well, uh, so have they have they rope you guys into it? They um, have something over you guys are they bribing what's so I, I i came here willingly but just so they're kind of holding my community hostage well the amount of money that they offered me i could quite frankly i could restart my research i can hmm. i so much can be done with this oh so you're you're actually profiting off of this that's good for you yeah i suppose i am Yes, uh, I as well. I also am scuttled, but suggested that there was no point particularly in arguing with a representative of the Gaia Corporation within the solar system, at least. Their reach is more or less absolute. But the remuneration is quite generous. I don't know that they have a full understanding of what fiscal matters mean under the level of star system domination yeah i'm sure they're extracting very thoroughly but six months is not very long yeah yeah it's and they hold quite a number of secrets so there might actually be something of genuine interest in this endeavor yes that's my that... hope that is exactly so... what i'm hoping as well it would be very nice if this proved to be insightful. If uh, if we walked away with an opportunity instead of just, I mean, I I didn't even know what I I didn't think I was on good terms with any corporation. I haven't published in years after the backlash for some of my work.
Yes, I thought that there was something I associated with your name that I couldn't put my finger on. It's uh, it's it's difficult to argue against resource extraction in this climate. Yeah, the I think uh, the the way the media sla uh, labeled it was bohemian artistic parasites that I was raising. It's a a funny term that stuck with me. Bohemian people that... artistic parasites. Oh yes, yes. Don't go go. You know, play in the grass sometimes. Don't just work yourself to death. That's a radical thought nowadays. Well, uh, what is work if you cannot enjoy it? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Give yourself. Right. I was as far away as you could get, just uh, keeping to myself. <laughs> no idea why they sought after me. All right, we'll leave the three of you for now and go back many, many floors above you. As Dr. Cynthia Freeman turns to Gemini Zero and Gemini One. Are the two of you ready? Yes. I'm quite eager to meet these other humans. Yes, I'm quite ready as well. Yes, then please. And she leads the two of you into an elevator. And you go down and down and down and down and down. Eventually you stop. And the two of you are led by Dr. Cynthia Freeman into this room where there are these three men seated. Stand slightly behind, not behind, but with uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Freeman just ahead of us. So, Gentlemen, Cynthia Freeman, welcome to Gaia. Thank you. Cynthia Freeman is the same woman who's approached each of us, or the same morphology? No. No, she's different. But she's flanked by two identical human, uh, humanoids. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we had three of Gaia lady and now... Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, this... I'd just like to introduce you to the two last members of your team. Gemini Zero. I am very happy to make your acquaintance. Gemini One. Request. Yes, this is a very pleasurable event. Very nice to meet you. Same as well. Feel free to join them, Gemini Zero, Gemini One. And as you start to walk in, she hugs you both. Us both? And yeah. She first hugs Gemini Zero and again whispers in, in your ear You'll do great things. Thank you for your confidence in me, Doctor. And then she hugs Gemini 1, but doesn't say anything, doesn't whisper anything to Gemini 1, and then she leaves. She Dr. leaves. Snow. Yes. Uh, yes, she leaves. Uh, yes, um, Gemini, should I call you Zero? Do you you have may a... call me Zero. That is You're acceptable. Welcome. I must apologize. Uh, I am... Uh, I, my inception date was just this morning. I am still metabolizing my emotional paradigm circuits. Um, 
if I seem a little stiff, I am sorry. Um, I am very glad to meet you. I have uh, downloaded all of the current information on all the three of you. Uh, Dr. Knox, I uh, should like to ask you a question, if that's all right. Yes, please. And uh, happy birthday. Congratulations. Thank you. How do you deal with your uh, eventual uh, obsolescence? Oh, man. Every single person does it differently. Uh, some drink. Most just pretend it's not going to happen. Thank you. Is it different for you, Zero? I mean, obviously the drinking part is. I am currently the most advanced android um, that exists, but I realize that at some point in the future, I will no longer be so, and uh, they will have a more advanced model. I will then simply go into perhaps less uh, less important positions, and eventually I'll be turned off. Do you know what uh, the Gaia Corporation has hired us for? I have not. Have I been informed? I mean, I probably have been informed, but I'm not sure that I'm allowed to say. You, <laughs> you have been informed. Um they've been hired to sort out an issue that has arisen in the archive project. So can I, I say that I, yeah. I'll, uh, yeah. from what I understand it, uh, you are aware that uh, all human research, all human experience is being archived. Um, every, every letter of every, you know, document has been archived there are currently two of the oldest archives, Adam and Eve. Um, Adam is uh, archive 03005984463, and Eve is archive 84039048812. There seems to be a problem with archive Eve, and I believe that we are being sent to investigate. This is these archives have been functioning for over a thousand years and the information within them is absolutely vital and, uh, and valuable. Hmm. Well, I believe we are supposed I've heard to of these projects. Them. I know an archive, but, um, Adam and Eve, they've, they've been named. Are they, they are, the, are they alive? Simply because they were the first two. Yeah. Okay. But, um, I mean, we've, we've just been puzzling over, our specialities and why we've been brought in here. Have they developed sentience with their amassed knowledge? Like what? This is strange. I don't know. This, this you don't know. Yeah, don't. Yeah. Um, well, the last I mean, message from Eve was that Eve is taken sick. Taken which sick. Is sick. Perhaps an odd way of putting it, but uh, yeah. we're going to go there, investigate, and figure out what's going wrong and make sure that she gets fixed. Yeah, there's there's glitches and corruption, but sickness? It's very strange. It may be a sentimental over over uh view that uh was added by those who are currently working on her. Hmm. Interesting. And this is for the uh warden. Uh we know or do, would I know be familiar with 
just the archive system in general? Is it you've, common you've knowledge? You've heard of the Gaia archives. People have referred to working with the Gaia archives. Um, the NDA around them means publicly there's not really much known about what exactly they are, where they are. It's see any any consultation with the Gaia Archive is a rather expensive and laborious application process. So, uh, Adam and Eve, rumor has it, are uh, substantial satellites orbiting a an exoplanet. That is correct. Do they yeah, their own satellites? Uh, impressive. Do they have a? Is there a Gaia staff that maintains them usually? And at this point, you hear a voice from behind the two androids. Just this very just crystal clear, sharp, commanding voice says, as a matter of fact, there are Gaia staff members there. And entering the room, again, you see a number of these faceless armored individuals and they're flanking three people um that walk in two of them you don't recognize but one of them all of you definitely do the person who just spoke's name is frederick reese current ceo and chairman of gaia research group he looks to be a man in his late 50s but you, you all know that he has to be at this point at least over 500 years old And remarkably powerful and important and scary. I'm assuming. Very emphasis on the very on that last part. Uh, he walks in and he seems to place a hand on Gemini Zero's shoulder for a brief moment. Continues to walk forward. This seems like a remarkably important matter that you've brought us in for two newborns and three outsiders to your company. Mr. Reese, I believe? Yes. The peculiarities. This, the current difficulties being experienced at eve as they call it are rather unique we have not seen them before they are not well understood to that end it is of utmost importance to get it back to operational status given the unknowns and likelihoods although no certainties your any of your skill sets could be key in resolving this matter and you as don't... you might expect we don't keep people with your particular areas of expertise on staff 
Yeah, but for our expertise, are you expecting us to engage in a debate with the satellite? Why not have computer scientists or engineers? The archives are far more complex than what merely a computer scientist could accomplish or an engineer could accomplish. And yet their existence is diff different enough that simply sending a sophantologist or a philosopher to examine or a bioneticist to do assess health, it's not holistic enough. So deeply, deeply complex things, the archives. Hmm. But we have faith. So is it is it an artificial neural network? Is it something that transcends code? It doesn't have some kind of programming? Code, the archives, Dr. Knox do not run off of computer code. Hmm. They are not like our children, Gemini Zero and Gemini One here. What are they like? Vast, deep, Enigmatic, some might even have used the term schizophrenic. Jupiter brains. Greater than us. Depends on your view of the world, Dr. Knox. Miss Teresa, you, you, uh, entered on the line that there was a human staff operating the Adam and Eve archives. Are they unavailable? Have they suffered some circum adverse circumstance? The head archivist of Eve, Dr. Beck, has not sent a communication since he told us that Eve has taken sick. The head archivist on Adam Dr. Holliday has also reported not hearing anything from Dr. Beck in some time. Uh -huh. She said that they are monitoring the situation as best as they can. Dr. Reese, is it possible to transfer the archive into a more modern archive. I'm afraid zero. Well, that is a brilliant concept. It is beyond our capabilities. Have we lost the technology that created Adam and Eve in the first place? Or have they simply evolved past the point that we understand them in a way that could be translated into another medium? That's and a you hear somebody question. Somebody, one of the people who walked in with Dr. Reese chirps up at that statement. Uh, yes, yes, we believe that that is the case. Hmm. And Reese kind of glaringly turns. 
and looks at her and says, this is Victoria Watts, Senior Vice President of Archival Management. And Dr. Howard Smith, Senior Vice President of Research is with her. The two of them should be able to take this meeting from here. And they just kind of give great nods. And then Reese looks back at all of you um, and says, Faith only goes so far. As they say, faith without works is dead. Make sure that you do go forth and do good works. We're being paid amply to do so. Where are we going? You are being sent to Eden. I suppose that stands to reason. Meet the gardeners. And he flanked by four of these soldiers. He leaves. Are we all alone again? Wow. No, you have the two other executives are still in the room. But you see that it's very obvious to tell they're holding a lot of tension. And as soon as he leaves, they kind of... Mm. Some of that tension <laughs> goes just a bit. Um, Smith and Watts, uh, pleasure to meet you. I guess you know all about us. Yes, I... And Watts says again, yes, I was I was the one who selected uh, the three of you. Were we numbers one, two, and three, or were we 12, 17, and 34? If you have to ask, you already know the answer to that. <laughs> yeah. um, are we, when, when, uh, if that had archivist of Eve, this back is not responsive. We were told that Gaia was sending the five of us. I assume that's the five of us and a security team of yes. 70 of those goons. We you we are sending you out on a Gaia cruiser. Wow. With troops. Oh. Troops, a substantial crew. One company of, of our soldiers. What is the staff. anticipated likelihood of physical travail? Do you think that there's a rival that's captured Eve or interfered with Eve? We we don't know the full situation. If <laughs> Dr. Beck has forgotten himself and has done something, as you alluded to, allowed competitor presence on the station or in the system. It needs to be dealt with rather severely. What is the normal complement of uh, gardeners on Eve? On, on uh, Eden? Well, being an archivist is a rather strenuous occupation. There are very few who are up to it. 
Dr. Holiday and Dr. Beck are the only two human gardeners in Eden. On each of the satellites, however, there are countless androids. How can they be countless? You can certainly count them. It's a, it's a, it's hyperbole. Hyperbole. Gemini zero. And I'm assuming a moving target. The number of androids is fixed and maintained at a constant number. They have mm -hmm. facilities necessary to replace any losses. Despite the fact that I am the most advanced android in existence, um, there are things that androids are simply not capable of. Therefore, who is our leader in this group? Dr. Snow? Well, Dr. whoever Dr. takes the leadership Dr. has most responsibilities. And she says that with as much gravity as she can muster. And kind of looks to where Reese just walks through the door. I do not want... Perhaps a general co cooperation between the three of you. The triumvirate is uh, arguably a stable formation for many activities. Three-legged stools don't wobble. Uh, however, I'm concerned about the corporate troop component. They'll probably want clear chain of command. You are not in command of the company. Is there going to be a guy, a representative on the ship as well? It's not troop? Yes. One of the uh, people One who came to collect yes. us? Yeah. Yes. She Do has my word over command of the troop complement and crew of the vessel. Do you have any models that have slightly less uh shark-like? She chuckles -like. the model. Do they have less shark-like variants that we could have? Somebody with authentic people personality? Yeah, how about one that plays music? They are all alike and they are one. Dr. Snow. Well, fascinating. They also share the same flaw. They aren't capable of everything. That's why they've called you in as experts. I think that even when it comes down to it, we are going to be making decisions as to what to do to revive Eve. Um, they're just there for security. And as a link back to Gaia. If Watts, uh, other than the report from back that Eve was sick, do you have any measurable indications of interruption of data flow from that archive? Or is it not the sort of thing that is referred to frequently, but it's sort of long storage, and so you don't know if data is corrupt? Long storage. Also very archives expensive. are there to be consulted. They are rather independent. And it has been a long time since either of these two 
have been consulted. Mm -hmm. Dr. Smith is... We do not know the extent of the integrity of, of the data. Or, I'm sorry, Dr. Watts. Um, do we not have any way of keeping track of Eve's vitals from this far away? Do we not monitor from these Earth, things? From Earth, no. From what we understand, Adam is more than capable of monitoring Eve. It's a closed system to prevent uh, any kind of what they used to call hacking. I see. Being corporate mm -hmm. sabotage extremist action and she kind of looks at Knox very pointedly when she says that most of the archives have been built that way since the Wikipedia wars of uh, 3521 so when do we leave as soon as possible right great your chariot awaits you in orbit I'm quite excited for this mission. Happy birthday. Ah, yes. Do we have a suite of uh, tools for addressing Adam and Eve as they have been addressed historically? Are there, you know, language systems that are, that have a component or Dr. Stowe, I think of all this company, you might have the easiest time conversing with them. They uh, Do they use first-person pronouns for themselves? Sometimes. Interesting. Right, but I assume that Guy has prepared a suite of the tools that are appropriate and Adam will have redundant components. Do we stop and speak with the Adam team first? Is that what the intention is? I would make sense to me. Yes, I would think that's a good idea. Gemini's, does that make sense to you? Yes. Yes. Is um actually outside of it, is are Adam and Eve physically like satellites uh separate or are they two giant computer systems on a planet eden they are two separate moons that orbit the same gas giant which is eden okay yes and they're alive right so that's what these things are alive correct that's philosophical to put it question. to put it very pointedly yes biologically they are alive biologically alive are these satellites just were they already present or are these just mounds of flesh and organs and neurons the their physical bulk is primarily made up of natural rock that was already there. They have been hollowed out, however, and the biological components are inside. Interesting. And they are biological. They're not silicate. They're hydrocarbons. They're hydrocarbon. organic. 
Wow. Do they are they chlorophyll users? Primarily. What other fuel is there for something this large? If in case of unforeseeable disasters that would eliminate any light as a source of food, they can metabolize the inhabitants of the station. and parts of themselves, if strictly necessary, to continue until chlorophyll sustenance can be resumed. But uh, presumably, if there were any sort of problem with the, the central star, Adam would also be in trouble and would have reported such. So it's, yes. not, it's not like Beck got at because of a cloudy day quite right i would so think we don't have any reports of symptoms or anything to go with the sickness it's like we're not going out to do diagnostics from general readings the planetary core temperature is several degrees higher than adam i do believe we are going out to perform diagnostics it's just strange to assemble a team of foreigners to do such a thing, but okay. So Eve's running. I a think fever. both systems both systems have been self sufficient for over a thousand years. So, I think as it's been explained, Doctor Knox, uh, this is quite a unique circumstance. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, and uh. I'm in. I'll I'll do whatever I can. I just uh yeah, I'm blown away by the scale of all of this. Meeting a <laughs> corporate president and all I Wow. Yeah. Sure. Let's go see what it's like. Yes, Mr. Reese is quite a uh, powerful man. I will keep you company, Dr. Knox. We will discuss philosophy on the uh the voyage. How long will the voyage take? Well, the voyage from here uh, to the Eden's, Eden system is about a month. Yeah, plenty of time. I'll get to know you guys well, uh, zero and one. Uh, I hope you guys don't mind if I get the names wrong sometimes. Perhaps we should wear some clothing that, that distinguishes us. Oh, that would be fantastic, yes, if you don't mind. I will synthesize two t-shirts. One of them will have big zero. <laughs> awesome. Gemini 1, do you have anything to add? I did have a question, if possible. Um, it was mentioned the archivists are under great stress uh what is the nature of that stress yes it would seem it's to be a difficult to explain it uh 
to an android. The primary methodology of communicating with an archive um, is akin to a deep sleep. Perhaps that's why Dr. Snow has been part of board. Good. And the uh, the general environment of Adam and Eve uh, is it um, is it something that you could that um, these gentlemen could walk around without any suits, or would they require some sort of external traversal on the exterior of Adam and Eve would require vacuum capable suits their atmospheres are very thin they are very cold but there are actually areas within adam and eve that are effective habitats for not yes. meaningfully altered homo sapiens that's so do most of the archivists work within adam and eve that is correct hmm. Adam doesn't think that it's a communication problem with either Beck or with Eve, though. We should clarify. Dr. Holiday. Right. Holiday uh, on Adam. Matter. Yes. Is not clear about whether it's a communication problem or something more systemically broad. She's been concerned about the lack of communications and at the rising uh, temperature readings. On right it's a it's a worrying combination uh back who works on eve is uh identifies as a male human and yes holiday who works on adam identifies as a female human correct perhaps the temperature rise is equivalent to a human fever uh perhaps that's why dr wiggins has been brought in Certainly a possibility. That is very sound reasoning, Gemini Zero. Well, a fever is to kill an invasive body, isn't it? So that is correct. <laughs> that doesn't bode well for the residents. No, wouldn't we wouldn't want one's white blood cells to be killing off the archivists. From what I understood. There are only two humans, Dr. Holiday right. and Dr. Beck. Uh, Beck. Yeah. Androids well, can probably be attacked by an immune system. We do have biological components that can be damaged, but they're heavily shielded. So, is, yeah. is there an immune system? Is it internal? Yes. Term diagnostic system, sure. There is a... All the archives have a functioning immune system. Well. The uh, androids, which are there, 
what is actually their function? Their function is facility maintenance, monitoring, keeping the archives alive, so to speak. Sweeping the floor. Or like scrubbing the back. They do not work directly with the archives in the manner in which humans would. They take care of everything else so that the archivists can focus on facilitating consultations with the archives. Ah, I see. So Beck and Holiday work as uh, ancient librarians, in a sense, interfacing the data that the archives have with requests from the corporation and perhaps others? Yes, others who have contracted out time to consult with an archive. Do Adam and Neve have specialties in terms of their information historically? Adam, for example, containing a Adam... wealth of... Adam's development was primarily used to build the others. Hmm. Like uh, the rib. Eve primarily stores memories, consciousnesses. Lifetimes, uh, biological con consciousnesses for those in stasis, or or a variety of purposes. So, would you say that Eve is more human than Adam? In a matter of speaking. Adam, you may find a lot, a little more form formal, let's say. And she kind of like looks hmm. at Gemini Zero and Gemini One. Hmm. How long have uh, Doctor Holiday and Doctor Beck been managing even Adam? Uh, they were both uh, installed. They've both been working there for about the last 30 years. With no human companionship. Difficult. That's correct. Drive you mad. Do we know how That's often they were supposed to be replaced? Standard operating procedure. Uh, the initial idea was rotating them out every five years, giving them time to recuperate in a rotating system. They did not elect to take vacations every five years? They, yes. Yes, they chose to stay. Stay, that is correct. And there wasn't no one on the staff 
determined that they should be relieved against their will because that attachment seemed unusual. When an attempt was made um, for mandatory replacement, the archives were unresponsive. Our hands are, in a sense, tied to Dr. Holiday and Dr. Beck at present. How long ago was that first resistance? 25 years ago. The very first time. I calculate an 86.3% chance that we will encounter hostility if, in fact, Dr. Beck is still alive. Is there any monitoring on the humans as to their vital signs? Do they have a chip installed? We cannot monitor their vitals from here. It may be that Dr. Beck has died. That is a possibility. It's almost the best case scenario. We can't rule anything out at this point. It seems to me that their their obsolescence has already passed. Uh, Perhaps both archivists need to be replaced. Um, But we can't determine that until we get there. If uh, it were the case that either Beck or Holiday have already passed away, or there is going to be a violent insurrection and they do not survive, are there replacement archivists the company has prepared? I don't think any of us are in a position to replace Beck or Holiday as archivists. Yeah, they'd really miss that yes, promise should, for six months if that was the Should goal. such an event occur, placements will be sent. I'm sure both systems can sustain themselves for long periods of time without an actual archivist. I suspect it's the systems themselves are quite independent. The archivists are for interaction with the data they contain. And the maintenance being done by other sense. Well, do the archivists also serve as caretakers? Oh, that is the responsibility of the androids. Okay. The androids take care of them. The archivists speak with them. And they're too vast and too complex to have good redundancy, but are there... I'm curious, in an evolving living system, like a satellite that is a memory, there should be checkpoints to see that their memories are stable. So a subset of information could be periodically taken out and tested against the memory that the satellite contains. Otherwise, if they start dreaming, they could change their own 
memory and history. Dr. Reese seemed to indicate that's why to us we that. Make, that's why we make them in pairs. They can keep uh, an eye on each other. Dr. Reese seemed to indicate that we don't precisely know how they were created in the first place. That being well over a thousand years ago. Yeah, probably they are the ones that the the, remember. the one who would be best to consult about such technical matters of their functionality would be best addressed to Adam. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh I uh, I said the phrase greater than us back then. It's in a way we're going to commune with this godlike being that no one understands anymore. The general operations director, G-O-D. Hmm. Yeah, that's suiting. Interesting choice. We can understand that their minds, if we can call them minds, are much larger than human capacity. Well, it's comparing a human to an ant, us to a moon, Right. Yes. As I said, Jupiter brain. Jupiter brain is yeah, the concept proposed that um, what's the largest size computer you could build where uh, the electrical function of it would be not you would it would not be hindered by the speed of light. Um, you could make a computer the size of Jupiter, but beyond that, it would have lag time. And it's an interesting concept. I would like to see this. I'd like to see these archives. As would I. Uh, how long during our six-month journey will be? Will we have regular contact with you? Mr. Watson Smith. We will be checking in about once every Earth week. Communications is, delays. Is no longer there, have any questions. <laughs> I've got one. Mm -hmm. um, is there evidence of other archives having gotten sick before? No. No. And who who coined the term to use sickness specifically? Dr. Beck. Presumably Dr. Beck. Yeah. Yeah, well that's okay. Yeah. It's just if, yeah, such a connotation to the word. It's strange. If there are biological uh, components to the entire system, then perhaps sick is not an inappropriate word. Yeah, it's beyond me. And Generally infection. speaking, though, the vacuum of space doesn't carry a whole lot of virus or bacteria in a meaningful sense. Computers are subject to different kinds of viruses. Famously. Most notorious one being Ridley's maze, which darn near destroyed the entire Earth economy at one point. Yeah, but if, if a computer gets a virus, would you call that a sickness? It's it's just a strange line to cross. We called it a virus. Yeah. It's How a many concept for sure. Archives does Gaia maintain currently? There are twelve of them. 
well, with Adam and Eve being the oldest, and therefore if this is either a contagion or a, a developmental eventuality, it needs to be solved before the others go corrupt. That is correct. Yeah. Well, and if we're if we're going to Adam first to connect with it, then we might be opening the bridge to that corruption. We've, I think we've that it's done good our risk assessments, Dr. Knox. Wish for you to proceed. That's why you've been gathered here. If I may, it does make sense to go visit Adam first. Then we can see what a correctly functioning uh, archive looks like before we go to Eve and see what a malfunctioning archive yeah. looks like. You are new, Zero. Um, I must point out that you presume that because of the information we have, which is limited, that Adam is functioning, whereas in fact, it might also be malfunctioning. In fact, it might be reporting inaccurately on Eve's malfunctioning. Um, there are causality problems that must be considered. That is true. That's a possibility. Yeah. Though I calculate that it's only a 2.5% chance. Given the communication problems, I think that your assessment is probably very sound. The one thing that disturbs me in this whole is the relationship between the archivists and the archives themselves. Humans don't usually do very well in isolation. No. I don't That's believe... Thing. I don't believe that these humans are in isolation. They've got Adam and Eve keeping them company yeah if they have lifetimes of memories to access that's that's practically the same as having friends perhaps human relationships well, in the best of circumstances don't last very long so usually perhaps 25 years, years is a lot <laughs> 30 years is quite substantial but it might be more of a condition of worship than relationship hmm. yeah back to the the god complex again it's a concern i think yeah well, well we can I discuss mean, all I, of this on the way absolutely yeah and i mean my my specialty is in asking questions so i'm not trying to cause trouble with it i'm just not the kind to really jump to conclusions i'll leave that to you fellows Mr. Smith and Watts, uh, I assume that this room is thoroughly surveilled. Of course. Um, I'm going to flash a crypto key if you want to share information that um, might you think might be helpful that you can't express openly in this condition. Dr. Watts smiles. Will that be all, gentlemen? Yes, we will so, go to space. I hope you'll see us off. And when, so you... We... Yeah, as soon as possible. Am I flying the what? ship? Or am I just capable of flying the ship? There are there will be people to fly the ship. Okay. 
there'll be a guy representative and a bunch of screen-faced goons. And before we leave New York, one night of hot karaoke. Mandatory. Mandatory. Dr. Knox, I've wondered something for my entire life. What do you think of Dubido yeah. Ergo, Cogito Ergo Sun? Oh, excuse me. What did you say? I said that for my entire life, I have been wondering about a phrase by Descartes, Dubido Ergo, Cogito Ergo Sum. What do you think? That's I'm how sorry, I'm not familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I think therefore I am. I doubt therefore oh, I think therefore yes. I am. Yes, yes. Um, I mean, uh, the way I see it, there's plenty of things that exist that don't think. So it seems that they're the exception to that rule. <laughs> Onwards, I guess. So the five of you are shuttled up to a Gaia basically military cruiser. It has it has the capabilities of nuking planets uh, into radioactive glass. I hope it has a comfortable attached pod for the five of us. Not military quarters. There's an there's there are executive suites on Gaia vessels. Fancy. So you all have quite lavish living spaces kind of along the top spine of this rather large and intimidating vessel. And as you're all you're all brought there, um uh Dr. Snow, a moment. It's a uh, Dr. Watts. My pleasure. Like I just want to wish you luck and she goes to shake your hand uh-huh and she passes something to you thank you uh for the well wishes i look forward to seeing you upon our successful return uh and i'm going to think of the place that's least surveilled to see what she gave me probably there's a way to space toilet take stuff into the shower specifically because <laughs> there's fog available as well as noise. Yep, so you you do that and the message that she's given you um, says I've I have interacted with Adam and Eve personally. She says highly unstable entities. Highly dangerous. Their dreams are not as unreal as one would like. Gosh, I'll have to send her a little fruit basket with a spider inside to thank her for that comforting and informative message. But it's good. Good warning. Uh, I'll look for opportunities to share that with the humans over the course of the journey as we get to know each other. 
I don't know that I'll share it with the androids as of yet, because I'm sort of assuming that they are willingly or not reporting directly to the corporation. Yeah. Well, familiarizing ourselves with our quarters here, is there, do we, do we have the illusion of privacy at all? Is there any kind of like lounge for us to sit in that isn't there? Pointed at the camera? illusion of privacy is well intact. Okay. So elaborate yeah. smoke and mirrors. It looks like yeah, very lavish lounge. There are androids there that are flight attendant wait staff types. I'm yeah. definitely, especially with Knox, because he's got a little reputation, and also, I guess, sort of more testingly with Wiggins. Like when we're drinking our synthahol, you know, from the Whoopi Goldberg bot. I'll definitely make some snarky <laughs> comments about Gaia to get a sense of like how much, you know, whether two goons show up as soon as you say something problematic or, yeah. or how that goes. I'd like to, I'd like to, I'd like to get a sense of our tether while we're aboard without, you know, being ejected or having my contract canceled. So you insinuate um, some moral positions um, which do not favor Gaia well. Um, and maybe about 45 seconds later, um, one of the attendant androids walks over and asks if you need anything. Mm -hmm. Came back probably, yeah, a little sooner than the last time it came around. Hmm. Uh, you know, I'd love some more of those tiny salinated tofu bits. Uh, ah, yeah, those are great. Please. Tasty. And then it starts asking just down the line, like, do you want anything? You know, do you want anything? It seems to linger just ever so slightly longer before before it leaves. No, thank you. Good to know where we stand, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's no escaping it. We are on. We are in their territory very thoroughly. Hmm. The I'm the moment they landed on my lawn, I knew this was very possibly the end of me, and I've been trying to come to terms with that and just hope for the best. I still assume that it's a holographic universe, and therefore there is no either beginning or end of me. <laughs> you two are uh, a little too abstract for me. Yeah, sorry. Just uh, you know, there's 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 the possibility of a uh, working to a optimistic conclusion, but there's just an overwhelming amount of evidence of <laughs> depression in the world. Yeah, it's um, but but yeah, yeah, Doctor Snow, it's um, you uh, you do it with lucid dreaming, huh? That's that's wild stuff. Do you do you ever struggle to tell whether you're really awake or not? Are you just waiting to wake up in your lab at any moment here? 
There are a couple of um, fairly reliable physical tells, but the membrane can be slippery. I, I often find that if I'm if I want to test that I'm awake, all I have to do is some math. I've never been able to do math while I was asleep. Huh. That's incredible. That's um yeah, the the equipment that um you use is amazing. I, I would love to be able to test with it. It it sounds fun. Uh I'd be happy to um to uh, seat you into into a chair and 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 let you go for a spin. It is not everyone uh, is productive. A lot of people sort of fly around their childhoods, but I I can I can think a little more abstractly when I don't feel gravity. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. If if we ever uh, see our freedoms again, I would love to. In six months, we'll either be uh, drones dead or wealthier than we expected so it's yeah. interesting in its own well, i mean i'm not i'm not seeking to gain too much out of this they were kind of exploitative they uh were threatening to <laughs> evict my colony <laughs> and i i know uh i know opinions of me in the corporate world are bad oh, there's there's been acts of terrorism that people were inspired by my work you know i just i just put my ideas out there i'm not given any instructions that's one of those coinages that is very useful uh, for authoritative figures and complicated to address in real terms. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've I've lived a quiet life, and I thought that I'd see the end of the trouble. I haven't done anything to seek being hunted down. So, yeah, I'm just hoping that they actually want me here and that they're not <laughs> trying to get rid of me in their obscure meandering corporate labyrinth now gaia wants us to do something or, or they would not have any trouble otherwise quieting us but, and they yeah. must be scared or they wouldn't send out freaks like us honestly yeah i mean uh the, the nerves have been hitting me for sure but uh yeah you're right they they wouldn't go through so much trouble i, I wonder the room yes gemini's you probably go around together a lot, having the same interests. We both have independent subroutines. Uh, uh, but, I, uh, gentlemen, I came to see you particularly. Um, we've been here now only for a few days. And we have quite a while to go. I've been studying the nature of humans and the things they sort of think. I thought perhaps you would like one of these. I hand you a signal scrambler. Mm. It seems like mm. you would like to perhaps have private conversations and you are being monitored. Well, as long as you are within gesture. four or five feet of this, you wouldn't be able you won't be able to be monitored by the ship. You yeah, that's that would be comforting, but uh I don't I don't think that Gaia would be too happy with us using such a device. Let's not worry about that for now. Where where I'm else did he get it? Yeah. This is a military huh. ship. Such things are easy to come by. 
Yeah, well. As I say, we have independent subroutines. Therefore, I feel that you must be comfortable if you're going to do your job correctly and you are humans who value privacy. Um, yes, I think so. it's a very, it's a very uh, warm gesture, Zero. Thank you. If you wish yes. to continue your private conversation, I'll leave. Not at all. No, actually, uh, yeah, yeah, we, we, we would love to talk to you. I wondered if you had an assessment, given that you have your experiences multiplied uh, many folds since we first met you, why Gaia Corporation chose the two of you who are so inexperienced in temporarily while being very advanced technologically or well you're you're born with experience am i right in believing that you have memories information knowledge skills day one yes you could say that it's uh the equivalent of your instinct yeah yeah so you you really have a leg up from the get-go so the experience actually starts once we're turned on other than that it's it's we function i can fly any ship by instinct yeah and i can't <laughs> nowhere but near since then my my knowledge has accumulated it does accumulate and it, yeah. forgive me i do observe you a lot i'm very interested in humans yeah as um i see sorry go ahead i assume we've also been doing research into the history of the archives do you know anything very else about there's very mm. little of it. I imagine because that if if we had a full schematic of the archives and everything, they wouldn't have chosen you. They would have simply sent a repair team. It yeah. seems a far more complicated uh, issue since they're sending a dream specialist and a philosopher and a somebody who can understand the neural network of brains well i mean my my understanding dr snow is besides dreams your your specialty is in uh non-human intelligence and that's precisely what we're going towards and i i mean of course largely theoretical we have a limited degree of experience with xenoforms yeah um, but the ideas of uh man-made uh, human and other intelligences is what I contemplate and write on. Again, you know, the the cetacean uprising of the early 21st century is quite interesting. When does a complex sea mammal start attacking a dominant species that's destroying its habitat? And how do they communicate that when they don't have the linguistic signals that... that uh, that um, simian or primate life does that sort of thing. It was all over the universe. Very, very good. Zero. Yes. Did I do that right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's very that, complex. That's classified as a joke in the category of dad. <laughs> well, so zero. Do you have? Do you have a, a way of? easily communicating with your twin no hmm. no ever since um, uh, that they don't they don't allow intercommunication we are we're treated like humans we're treated like people um you can't yeah. communicate with each other 
Um, so we're not allowed to communicate with each other in any. Well, they can't. They can't give posts. you a pager or something. You don't have any kind of device. Oh well, you know, we got our we got our watches or whatever whatever we have communication devices. Okay. Sure. Well, I, I mean, I feel like we should invite him in for a drink as well. But um, something that's been on my mind is uh, you had mentioned multiple times that you're you're the best smartest <laughs> that's ever been created. Does that? include him moment. as well yes so well you're... i was the first and he's the second okay but and but um, i am his dad a... wow so you're not, not biologically okay. Okay. not biologically but i am his predecessor so his elder twin mm. but um if you want there's I can go fetch superiority him. you uh you're on a level above him we're identical okay okay you're both the best i understand I have 25.3 seconds more experience than he does. Mm. Though he doesn't seem to ask as many <laughs> questions as I do. <laughs> yes, I, I certainly do more listening uh, and trying to understand the situation. Just a variance well, in the programming. But if at any time Listen. you feel uncomfortable around us, just tell us to leave. Yes, please. Great, great. I'll use that if I need to. But yeah, listening and asking questions, that's how you learn. There is a subject I wish to bring up. However, I'm afraid that it might upset you. I'll let you know if it does. It seems to me there's a fairly high chance that you have been chosen for this mission because you are expendable. Yes, I've... <laughs> I thought that from the start. Are you I applying? will. I will do my best to protect you if necessary. Oh, that's wonderful! Thank you very much. It's a, I'm sorry, yeah, Dr. Not, Liggins. Not I only just, expendable, I thought a target. <laughs> I was just going to ask if you thought that we were all expendable. Well, as I said, if they knew what they were doing with the archives, they would have sent a team of experts. Um, engineers, they wouldn't have sent you in this case because they don't know and there is some danger involved. They've picked independent people who have a, a great deal of knowledge about the subject, but they don't want to send their own, uh, except for, of course, Gemini and I. Yeah. Do you, do you believe that you're expendable as well? Or do you yes. think that... Okay, I see. They can make more of us. Yeah, we are the beginning of a long line. They want to see if we're going to perform well. Hmm. Which theoretically may be to their own detriment. We do have independent thought. So if you're worried about whether we're reporting everything back to Gaia, yes, we are. But if the situation arises as if for anybody else that we need to keep something a secret, we can do that too. Unless you're programmed to say that. Yeah. That's, um, now we're at an existential I, I, uh, problem. Exactly. Again, I, I appreciate oh, no. the, Dr. the gesture for sure. <laughs> you, uh, you're, you're, you're more than friendly, and I'm glad to be working with you. But yes, if, uh, if there is anything insidious in there, you probably wouldn't be aware. I believe that as I walked through the door, uh, Dr. Abernathy, uh, Dr. Snow, was mentioning that he thought that perhaps we were all in a holographic universe. 
that is still a fairly high possibility. We may oh. all be dreaming. Yeah. There's no way to say otherwise. Oh, and to that end, I wasn't actually referring to the hypothesis that the universe was a generated structure or construct, but that every part of the universe contains the data of every other part of the universe ad infinitum, so that while everything is finite and entropy rules, nothing is ever potentially lost because the entirety contains all of the parts and vice versa. Philosophical, not helpful. Physical. Yeah. And I probably go into some ridiculously long, complicated physics of black holes and uh, the event horizon and stuff like that, possibly storing all the information for the universe. Uh, since the death of string theory in 2416, it's been harder to, to compel some of those arguments, but we don't know. Uh, and in fact, you know, the Gaia Corporation itself, as a self-ontologist, is interesting because I believe that corporations are conscious entities. Yeah, that exist outside beings, of the... and traditionally quite evil ones. Amoral yes. from the standpoint of fleshy yeah. life. Like an amoeba, they gobble up everything around them. Yeah, it's it's a structure that uh, rewards negative traits. You get farther. Such is life. Mm -hmm. Typically. Anyone want to play chess? Oh, God, no. Against you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's see what you can do. I'm no expert. I, I'm I, I'm interested in monitoring any information that comes from Adam and Eve in transit, and any information from Neo New York in transit. So you wait for that information, um, and it's basically radio silence until you arrive at Eden. So. If there are any other conversations you would like to have in the time it will take you to get there. Yeah. Um, well, so uh, I, I definitely want to talk to Snow about the the note that he received when we feel like it's a safe and appropriate. Yeah, I guess we'll, you know, at least one sleep cycle after uh, that conversation with the Geminis, I'm going to test the 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 frequency jabbing communication device that we were given to see if it, there's an immediate tell that it's uh, you, a plant. You, you turn it on. Um, there's no, like, nobody rushes in. Nobody seems to... Nobody offers me a snack. To it. Mm -hmm. yep. yeah. Nobody nobody ominously offers you a snack. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I will certainly... Uh, blast that to the team the, the you know the note that that watts gave yeah they're um, highly unstable Adam and Eve are highly unstable and their dreams are not reliably unreal Is that how it was put yeah so what does um they are I mean, not what, as unreal as one would like yeah what what that 
says to me is that they their dreams are capable of becoming real, right? That they are imagining things that are being brought into the universe somehow. Uh, I'm afraid that is the implication. I don't know how literal. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm reading into that wrong, but that's, yeah, that's very strange. Kind of technology could interesting, very interesting. Uh, and you know, an intellect that is hundreds of trillions of times larger than ours might be manifesting thoughts in ways that are tangible, relatively. Yeah. I mean, ecosystems process the world into manifestable reality. Why wouldn't... There's an electrical storm when I think about a, a song that was important to me, but the electrical yeah. storm in my head is very small. If I were the size of a satellite, that electrical storm might be rather substantial. Perhaps that's what was implied. Hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. whether it's um, the, the physical beings that they're thinking about or just a byproduct. Yeah, either way, creating something by dreaming. The, the obvious failure of the Gaia Corporation to remove uh, Holiday and Beck at five years, I think is yeah. the starting point for our attempt to assess what's going on here. I think maybe we should have asked about their their predecessors, because if these things are a thousand years old, then these are relatively recent. Right. We haven't been hearing back from the corporation, but let's see if we can get, perhaps the Geminis can send a urgent message or zero one. Do you have, um, we're curious about who worked on Adam and Eve before Beck and Holiday. There might be internal records or you might be able to reach somebody back on earth or. Um, we can send it communicate backwards, but uh, uh, at our current speed, it's going to arrive there with a serious attenuation. Um, they might, if they had known the answer to something like that, they might have told us already. They could have given us a downloadable so file. If you look at the, you have records, Gemini Zero. The okay. last archivists are named Victoria and Virginia Watts. Wow. Victoria and Virginia Watts. Ancestors? Or the same. She was, the, her title was Chief yeah, of... Vice Senior. Senior Vice President of Archival Management. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as, the records, does it say that she did her five years, or was she there longer as well? Her, the records show a rotation between okay. her and Virginia. Like they were switching in and out. Okay. But they cool. were never taking breaks? 
They were just swapping places. Like one would come and manage Adam and Eve for five oh, years. Oh, but okay, but another okay. one would come in and manage Adam and Eve for five years. I see. And then, uh, then after Virginia's last rotation, Victoria did not go back, and instead, a separate archivist was appointed for them separately, instead of one archivist for the both. So did she not go back because she considered them unstable, or is she slandering them because of some crisis? Yeah. Well, we could we could ask her about um, forming a relationship, like the question of whether it's um, like a personal attachment or a worship of something greater. But yeah, like. What, what she thinks about being tempted to stay longer than five years instead of having the comforts of a break. Oh, yeah, whatever. It's I can send those questions. Maybe a curiosity. Yeah. Humans don't like to talk about their psychological mental breakdowns very much, but... Uh, I do, but see. yeah, that's what makes me yep. strange. Yeah, some do more than others. Uh Reese appeared to be middle-aged, but was centuries old. Uh, how about Watts? From the records, it's Watts seems to be a lot older than she looked. Since they cured all diseases and, uh, you know, and they live in environments that have absolutely no bacteria. They live a lot longer. There may be internal bacteria, things that were introduced when the oh the the possibilities are endless. Absolutely. So we're going to move forward at this point to your arrival at Eden. And that's where we're going to call it for tonight. Cool. Episode 2, Arrival at Eden. <laughs> Our players included David Gassaway, Chance Wooten, Kaylin McDowell, and, my, and uh, uh, Julian Arba, and myself with Morgan Llewellyn as the warden. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastery. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the strange and terrifying Mothership role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming. Bye.